This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and welcome to MS Momentum, the radio show for people with MS, their families and supporters. I'm Valerie, the field officer, and this month's special guest is Ange from Mosgiel RSA. Hello and welcome and thank you for coming along today, Ange. Hi. Hi. Yep. Ange is a wee bit nervous. <laughs> there have been some big changes for the Mosgiel RSA. Would you like to talk us through them? Uh, Some yes, yes. Um, so uh, in uh, 2019, the club went through a bit of a financial struggle and mm. they ended up closing the club rooms. Um, and then we sold the bowling club just to get us back into the black. Yeah. Since then, we've relaunched a new bar and restaurant called Diggers Tavern and Spitfire Restaurant. Very nice indeed. Yes, we have a fantastic um, family-friendly menu, and mm. the club has obtained an open licence, so anyone can come in now, which has made a big difference. Oh, right, because yep. it used to be members only. Yes. Back in the RSA days, it was all members only, wasn't yes. it? Yes, yep, yep. Um, and also, we've reinstated some of the things that we were lost in the past, so we've uh, reinstated our vehicle service for uh, people that can't drive or access public transport. Um, we have um, a volunteer base that will drive people into their appointments. Does that include people in wheelchairs? Yep. Uh, no, sorry, no, it no. doesn't. Um, the, we don't have a accessibility vehicle. Mm. Um, so if you're um, able to get in and out of a vehicle, then you can use the service. Oh, yep. nice. So that includes people with walkers. So yep. that, and you will take them to GPs or in... Yes, uh, GP specialist hospital in town. Uh, the GPs in Mosgiel, so it came about because the Gordon Road Medical Centre, mm. their service was um, going to be discontinued. So oh, we okay. said we could pick it up. Uh, we haven't actually had anyone from there yet, uh, mainly because when people book appointments, usually it's like the next day. Yeah. And sometimes like we need a, a couple of days notice to get a driver. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes it doesn't quite work, but we are definitely open to doing that and that's part of our expansion of our service as doing um, that's doctors. Pretty, that's pretty good because it's, um, like Moscow's quite long in yes. places. Yes. <laughs> to get yes. around it's going to be quite tricky. Yeah, and there's, there's a lot of older people in Moscow, so you know, yes, people yes. aren't able to, you know, get in the car or access the bus or, or have, walk yeah. to the bus even. Yeah, yep. well, yeah, that's a that's yeah. a comp, you know, when you get older and it gets a bit harder to get everywhere, doesn't it? Yeah. Cool. So the meals are family friendly and they're pretty good, actually. Yeah. Just from saying they're pretty good, I don't know. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's a fa- we're a fantastic team. We've got a, a, a new manager. Uh, he's very, very experienced. Um, great chef, good staff. Like, it's doing really well. Yeah. We came there for our Christmas, Mosgiel Christmas dinner last year, actually. It was great. It was really good. Yeah, good. Really enjoyed the desserts particularly. <laughs> yeah. So do people have to, can they become members still or not? Yes, yes, we still have a membership. Um, so we still have um, a few benefits for members. Um Get my little piece of paper. <laughs> uh, so we have discounted drinks for members, uh, no food discounts, just drinks, uh, 5 to 10% discount depending on what you purchase. We have discounts on function rooms and snooker table. Oh, okay. We have uh, club members nights that we've just started up. Um, and with that, we have members only drawers. So once a month, uh, we have a club night and you come along, have a few nibbles, there's raffles, uh, there's a members only raffle, so you need to show your 
card for that one. Okay. Uh, and then once a month, we're just starting at the end of this month a uh, veteran slash service night. So anyone that isn't part of any of the services, that's including police and fire, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't have to be a member of our club, they don't have to be a member of any RSA, they can come along. And that night they get um, they get extra discount just for the service people. Oh right, okay. um, yeah. And then we also have uh, members only raffles, and we have food coming around as well. Uh, we have a club trip once a month, uh, so that's a free trip, and they just have to pay for their own food or anything. Um, so where, what exciting places do you go to on that trip? Uh, this month we're going to Maritime Museum at Portobello. This month, April. Oh. Uh, don't know what we're doing in April, <laughs> so we need to we need to check that because yes. I was thinking, oh shit, we're in yes. April. Yes, okay. So both of these in April. Yeah. Okay. So it'll be mystery. Be okay. mystery. It'll mystery. be a mystery trap. It'll be a mystery trap. Can we do to that, be take advised. It from a do from we will be we will be the bus trip this month. Don't know. Yet. No, it's a mystery. Mystery, mystery, it's a mystery trip. trip. <laughs> mystery trip. <laughs> Um, and then we also have members' discounts on um, certain businesses through National RSA, local Moscow RSA, and also Clubs New Zealand. Okay. Yes, and we have access to RSA trust funding for members for things such as scooter batteries or hearing aids, so that's means tested. Yeah. Yeah, and then we also have our Poppy Day funding that is anyone that's uh, in a veteran or uh, their families can access. They don't have to be a member. So veterans and families. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, and their families. And their families. Mm. So how much is the membership? 55 for a standard membership uh, or service, $90 for a couple, and $32 for a return service person. And okay. the reason why they're cheaper is because we don't pay capitation for them. Capitation? Yeah, we have to pay capitation to National RSA. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, because we're affiliated, because we, we use the RSA name, yeah. we have to pay $10 per person for capitation. To oh, okay. Oh, them. right. Yeah, oh, so okay. all subs have that uh, cost. And then we also pay capitation to Clubs New Zealand to be yeah. part of Clubs New Zealand. Oh, okay, so that's part of the ongoing cost yeah. of that. Yeah. So there seems to be quite a positive reaction from the public about the RSA being reopened. And yes. um, is, is it. Becoming more popular as a um, as a meeting place within the local community. Uh, yes, definitely, especially with it being open license. Like yeah, that makes a huge in. difference. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, um, and also when we did the closure in two thousand nineteen, there was quite an uproar in the community yeah. of oh no, that's so sad. Uh, and at that situation, the reality was you know bums on seats keeps people in. Yeah, you know keeps us open, um, and people weren't. Um, patroning the place, including members, weren't patroning the place. So now it's the opposite. Now you have to book on a Friday night, like it's to it's, get a meal. And yeah, that's great. It's awesome. Yeah. That's really good because it's a really good resource for people in Mosgiel. I think, yes. like uh, uh, you see across the country, you know, the RSAs don't get. Um, I suppose people are getting older, aren't they? And they're yeah. not around. And yeah, I'm thinking of when I was a kid, which is some time ago. <laughs> yeah. Like the um, the local RSA was always buzzing, yes. particularly on bingo night and housing night. It yes. was always a big event. Yes. Um, 
So we've just refurbished our, community, our snooker room. So we've downsized the sports side and refurbished it as a function room um, because we did find that with the restaurant reopening, we had to go into use the restaurant into the hall. So we don't actually, didn't actually have any private areas for private functions. Oh, okay. So now we've refurbished this um, snooker room as a community room or the games room as a community room. And you can still play darts and snooker, but you can also hire it out as a, it's got some tables and chairs. And, oh, nice. Yeah, hire it out oh, as okay. a weekend. Function room as well. Oh, that's good. So you're finding way more people are coming along since you've op- you've yes. opened up the license, and you're also actually, you know, the meals in that are yes. I mean, they're pretty good meals. But that it, it, whenever I have been there, it's been quite busy. Yes, and yeah. whenever I drive past, it's quite hard to get a park. But there are quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. Having said that, there are quite a lot of parks. Yeah. Now you can listen to this and other podcasts via oar.org.nz. And has chosen for her first musical choice, When the War is Over, by Cole Chisel. And what prompted this piece? I think the lyrics really resonated with me just because so many people uh, that I meet have been to war yeah. and they've come back and they've had so you know, had so many experiences that I could never even fathom. Um, and I'm just really thankful for the sacrifice that a lot of those people have made. Mm, so I just li- like listened to it. Someone suggested that song, and I listened to the song and heard, read the lyrics. And, yeah, it is, you know, coming back, and, yeah, that's basically why. Cool. Okay. Ain't nobody gonna steal this heart
was Win the War is Over by Cultures or chosen by Ange from the Mosgiel RSA. Now, just something I'd like to clarify, what is your role at the Mosgiel RSA, Ange? Uh, technically, I'm the club secretary right. um, elect, but it's a bit of an outdated word, secretary. Yeah. So I've been going by administrator. So I am the only employee of the RSA. So I do all the RSA. I had you down as manager. So, yeah, probably administrators more okay. accurate. That's all right. <laughs> so what do you think would be the most important thing you'd like people to remember from this this first interview? Uh, anyone can become a member. You don't need yep. to be in service. And your sub goes to club administration and services like the vehicle, the welfare for the community and veterans and their families. So is there a cost with the bus? No. Wow, so that's really that's quite yeah. impressive, isn't it? Yeah. And people, I know people with wheelchairs can't access it, but people still using walkers can. Yes. So that's actually quite useful because they find it quite hard to get on buses. Yes. And as you said, Mosgiel's got an aging population. Yeah. Um, although, would you do you must get lots of young families and things that come into your definitely, yeah, definitely, especially with it being quite a you know um, the. Menu's budget friendly, yep. so we certainly get a lot of families come in. Uh, we have a little wee sort of kids' corner for little ladies, yeah, and we have free Wi-Fi for the old kids. <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, yeah. excellent! <laughs> I must tell my child. Um, so, how can people contact you for information about the becoming a member, or actually just about what's on? Yeah, you can call me on four eight nine seven one eight two extension two. That's calling the club rooms, or you can email me on admin at mosgillrsa.co.nz. Have you got a Facebook page? Yes, we do have a Facebook page. Which is? Uh, RSA Mosgill. Okay. So, and you post things up that are coming yes. on. Do you, have, do you have bands and things like that that play uh, or not? We don't really have entertainment because we're kind of quite busy. So You're they're busy like, enough. well, why pay, yeah, pay for someone when we're already busy? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the manager's accountant side coming out. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And yeah, if you're already uh, getting a large quantity of people coming in and yeah. are using it. Yeah, and also when we have big functions, the, the whole area, which used to be kind of the band side, gets used for the restaurants. So there isn't, unless they go in the bar, there's not a huge amount of space for bands. Yeah. Um, so we don't really have bands, but we do have, we've just started up quiz night. So we have our Ooh, first excellent. quiz night. Well, we had our first quiz night in uh, March uh, for the Moscow RSA. And then on Tuesdays, anyone can ring in and book with me and get a quiz night for their organisation. Yeah. And do you have a quiz master? Uh, we do have a quiz master we can use or we can use your own. And you would have to get your own raffles. And the cost is just the cost of the quiz. And so everything else is yourself. So the cost of the quiz is 119 plus GST, I think, offhand. So is that, is that the quiz that goes on the... Yeah, you believe it or not, quiz that they have in all the all places. the uh, yeah. oh, excellent! And yeah. you do that on a, is that a regular on a Tuesday? Yes, yeah. So once a month, you can do it. We 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 can do it every week. So it's just however anyone wants to book. So it could be once a month. It could be once a week, depending on how many people book in. Okay, so yeah. that's uh that's an option for me to book in a quiz night. It is right. Oh, that's really good to know. Yeah, because there's quite. A, I mean, there's quite a lot. Of, I do love a quiz night. Yeah. Um. But there's quite a lot of people out there that that's quite engaging, and if you yes. get raffles and things, and exactly, excellent. Oh, that's really useful. Yeah. So we might have a wee chat about 
how COVID affected the business and the community involvement because the bus the bus is a really good idea, mm. but the the community involvement seems to go a bit further than the bus. So, do you have a relationship with the rest homes? Uh, yes. So the, I send them an update every week of what we what we're doing. Yeah. Um, in the past, we have done things like picked up people, but some of the rest homes have their own vehicles. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And when we had pension day uh, every second week, we used to pick up people for a function, which we don't do anymore. You don't pick but them up or you don't have the pension we day? We don't have the pension day function anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, but we are looking at expanding the pickup um, part. Yeah. So it's just basically for me building relationships back up again because – it sort of has gone over the last five or six years, slowly diminished to nothing. So I'm on that build-up stage. Right, so getting out and about amongst the – because there'll be the majority of veterans now will be in rest homes. Yes. Um, so well, no, because there are young veterans. The majority of people from World War Two uh, will be in rest homes. But there are young veterans, so you don't have to be – you could have gone to Afghanistan or well, Iraq – I'm just thinking the the youngest veteran I know is 77. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that's yeah. my uncle. Um, yeah, whereas the youngest veteran I know is my age. Yeah, right. Yeah, which is quite young. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's another misconception: is people think the veterans are old people or older people, but um, the reality is that what we're trying to capture now is actually the younger ones. Yeah. Because they. Um, probably don't feel like they need any help because they've done their thing, gone back, and they're working. And you know, but it's the getting together part that yeah. they're missing. You know, talking you, to other people about your stories and actually and, people who understand. Yes, yes. So, do you work with the RSA welfare officer as well? Yes, you do work. Oh, yes, his name Neil Shepherd. Neil Shepherd. Okay. Yeah. So he does a tiger on Southland, I think, doesn't he? Yes, he's the um, district support officer. So yeah. he's basically at the head of all the other support. Uh, team, and some clubs have their own support officer uh, or um, support um, advisor. Our club doesn't, so we contract our um, support advisor to him, so he yeah. does our club stuff. So I uh, take all the inquiries. Uh, if people need stuff from Veteran Affairs, I'll refer them to Veteran Affairs. Okay. If people want funding, then I'll refer them to Neil or Home Help or things like that. Funding? What sort of funding? Uh, so we have uh, trust funding and then there's Poppy Day funding. So the trust funding, which I um, touched on before, uh, we can give money from our personal RSA to our members for things like um, you know scooter batteries, hearing aids, um, and then uh, so, uh, the Poppy Day funding can also um, go into things uh, that ha- aren't covered by the government. Um, there, there is it's just quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, particularly health. Like um, yeah. some of the. Older people, uh, for example, um, I know one person, he wanted uh, to get cataracts done, but he got told he's too old to get them done now <gasps> um, for public funding. Yeah. Um, because, you know, he's, you know, I suppose they're like, by the time we get you on the list and yeah, get you down, yeah, we yeah. don't know whether. Um, so he, there is access for um, potentially for funding from the go- government um, uh, funding that could 
tribute to that. Wow. So, yeah. So did the person get their cataracts done? Yes, they did. <gasps> what yeah. an amazing difference. Um, and another one was a lady in Omro, um, I think it was Omro, she had a leaking roof um, that was repaired and it wasn't repaired well and the contractor basically said we're not going to do anything about that. I'm not sure if you heard about this. Mm. Um, and Veteran Affairs stepped in or maybe the local RSA stepped in and um, helped pay for that. Cool. Yeah, so that's though, that's what the sort of funding goes for is the stuff that people have fallen through the cracks. Um, mm. Yeah, and then there's other um, uh, groups that will do home help and things that aren't funded. So the home help that is funded is things like uh, cleaning your footpaths, doing your lawns, doing your garden gutters, but it might not cover um, uh, putting away the wood or um, uh, getting the spiderwebs off your house. Or, oh, okay. you know, so oh, so there, I didn't know you did any of that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, specifically our RSA doesn't, but um, there are organisations that we can refer them to that they can get help for that. Bear in mind this goes out across all of Otago. Yeah. So like Omaru yes. um, and Up Central and stuff as well. Yes. So... That's quite a lot. I mean, that's a really good support place to go to. Yes. That it wouldn't have occurred to... I know my uncle got some... He was muttering something about hearing aids. Yeah. Um, and he's a return man, so... Mm. He should do. He absolutely oh. should. He should absolutely contact Neil and... Because and, there is definitely funding. Oh, he, did, he had, a, had, had a chat to Neil, actually. He said he oh, was yeah. a lovely bloke, which yeah. is high praise indeed. From my grumpy old <laughs> uncle. He is lovely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's been... Yeah, there's been... I've seen um, articles about Neil helping people out, which yes. is great. Yeah. But it's it's also good for people to know that there's other avenues open because yes. I think particularly in, in the older population where it can be hard for people to to even know about accessing different ways of funding and things. And um, for a return people, return men especially, return men and women, I should say, then, it, then that's a really good, useful resource for yes. them to even know about. Yes, because a lot of the time um, people in their age bracket, they don't use the computer, so they would never no. Google anything. Um, so, yeah, they wouldn't know unless someone told them. That you can actually, yeah. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, yeah. isn't it? Because now we assume that people have technology. Yes. And I think COVID highlighted that, that there's still a large proportion of the population that don't have technology. Yes. And they tend to be older. Yes. Um, although, you know, I have some some older people who are fantastic on yeah. technology, but there's a, there's a gap there, I think. And Definitely. I do think, like... Um, like, personally, we go to Dawn Parade every year. That's what we do. Mm. Because my grandfather fought, one of my grandfathers fought in Gallipoli. Oh, yes. So that was what you did. Yes. Okay, we're going to talk more about that next time. This has been MS Momentum with special radio star Ange from Moscow RSA. Many thanks for your time, Ange. Thank you very much. The Otago Multiple Sclerosis Society aims to empower people with multiple sclerosis and their families by providing them with information and skills to participate actively in the community in ways that are meaningful to them. MSOtago.org.nz or give us a call toll free on on 0508 MS Otago. That's 0508 6768 246. Otago Multiple Sclerosis Society working for the people of Otago. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.